1: Welcome to the newest episode of My Take Radio's Beyond the Mic series. This week I am interviewing Misty Dawn. She is the owner of the nerdcom Hey Misty, what's going on?
0: Uh, not much. How are you?
1: Pretty good. Uh, just give the listeners a little bit of a background about NaughtyNerd.com and how you guys came up with the concept for the site.
0: Um, it is kind of like a, a female gaming community. Uh, I would not to. Anyway, We're in the car. Um... It's a female gaming community, but we're kind of... Our approach is a little different, as in, you know, we're keeping it 18 and above because we just want it to be transparent and empowering to female gamers. To so, uh, be just, like, what women honestly say, not, you know, be taken seriously as gamers. Be taken seriously. They're those those stereotypes is kind of what broken down as female gamers. And we're hoping to, with the site, to to do that through different things we have on there. Like, we have game reviews, obviously we also are doing thing we call speechcraft, and it's kind of just stream of consciousness from different girls. could be anything from a concert they went to to a date they had or anything like that. And then we're going to do live game reviews and actually stream the game while we're doing the review. And we also have a message board with a really strong community already.
1: Yeah, I actually saw your, your forums actually ha- have quite a bit of diverse content. Um, what do you feel is the big issue with... Uh, female-centric gaming sites? Do you feel that they're uh, too safe or that they present themselves in a way that's disingenuous? How how do you guys feel that you're the... you guys set yourselves apart from other uh, from other, you know, female-centric sites?
0: I would say um, the other female sites I've gone to I mean, I like them. I definitely like them for sure but I feel like it's almost like coffee talk in the 50s for females, you know? It's it's sometimes overpowering that it's like female, female, female. I want our site to be not necessarily if you read it you don't it's not really gender bias as you're reading it. It's not male or female. It's just it just is kind of concept. It's really hard to I guess put into words what we're trying to convey with the site. But I'm hoping by going there people kinda of get the feeling that we're wanting people to get.
1: Well, that's one thing I liked. You guys weren't um preaching you know, you you guys weren't basing your go approaching your audience in in a in a divisive sort of way. I mean, most most sites that I've seen that are geared towards female gamers, they they kind of I don't want to say they sugarcoat it, but they are they don't approach it with a uh, with a harder edge. Like you guys, if a game sucks, you guys are more upfront about it and appeal to the to the regular gamer out there, which I like. Yeah, we
0: just. Thank you. Yeah, we just wanted to be honest. And I, I've been very flattered by a lot of the females that want to be involved and in actually like like the angle that we're taking with it.
1: And I saw you, you've you done stuff with, with G4, with Comic-Con. Do you feel that mm-hmm. most of these new mediums, at G4 in particular, um, help or hinder the cause of what you're trying to do with your site?
0: Um, I think it's a little bit of both, you know, really. You know, they cover... Adult conventions as well, gaming conventions, and, you know, a gaming convention, just the coverage itself, the women that usually involve that are portraying a certain image, so then people, whether g 4 are making that image or not, it's the convention that's making that image, just seeing that coverage, people might assume that's how those girls are, but then, you know, G4 also has women that work there that are the opposite of that. But, you know, it's just kind of impartial perhaps, just showing things, how people are acting and how they're going and you're seeing that reciprocated
1: onto what you're watching. Yeah, that's that's a gripe we've had and I, I've taken G four to task quite a few times with that because it always feels like people are reading off cue cards. Like there's not a genuine interest. It almost feels right. it almost feels very, very I, I guess you want to say audience driven, like they figure, look, we'll put a pretty girl that'll talk about games and we'll get that 18, 18 to thirty four demographic to instantly tune in, but those girls, when they're when they're met by gamers, end up being ripped to shreds because all that stuff that's being portrayed on television is nowhere near accurate.
0: No, I, I totally agree. I and, you know it seems like it's a very popular image to portray right now already. So I they're they're thinking that pretty package will sell something every time, but people are becoming more and more interested with the actual concept and the people having those interests genuinely than people pretending them because you don't want to talk to someone about favorite game and you know you saw them on tv talks about it and they don't even really know what the game is they were just paid to talk about it and i think social media has really changed that as well
1: well it's made it's made the concept less taboo usually um the gamer girl demographic and e- even just the the gamer girl interest groups themselves are so diverse now like you usually see them portrayed in in magazines and it's always the pretty girl holding the nintendo controller and you know with the high socks and the short skirt and that's great oh yeah you you know that's the that's (laughs) that's the that's the pinup portrayal which is great but you know i went to we covered the new york comic-con this week and we saw Mm -hmm. you know they had the frag dolls there with uh ubisoft and things like that and they were they were promoting the game and it was just regular girls having a good time promoting the game which was good but certain people were like oh man you know she they're not dressed like we see them on the web and and stuff like that. Just you can hear the the conversation on the show floor, and it just was very awkward. Not not for me because I've I've spoken to girls that are involved in that stuff, but just awkward because it 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 kind of puts a spotlight on them that they're not being portraying themselves accurately.
0: Right. Well, and you know it's it's I think a lot of times when they're hired, they're hired on as actors, but then as a consumer, you assume that they're not actors. And so it's kind of a disappointment because it's such a niche thing that it didn't used to be cool to be, and it's very odd to see people get paid to pretend to be a nerd. Like, wow, I remember being made fun of. Now people will make a living at that. Why am I not making a living at
1: that? Well, that was the funny thing about that is that that people say that you're people wear their nerdiness on their sleeve, as it's opposed true. to being as opposed to it being kind of a taboo, kind of closeted subject. Like, I know I know guys that you wouldn't think would. Would be like, yeah, man, I collect Star Trek toys, and you'd never think that, but they wear it on their sleeve now, like a badge of honor. Yeah, it's very true. Which, you know, I have no problem with that, but I just feel that the mainstreaming of it has has watered it down. Where, you know, it's it's like you you can dress like Steve Urkel now and be cool. As oh in, yeah you, you yeah, know. I
0: actually saw a funny picture on the internet that was showing Urkel, and it said like '92 dork, 2011 hipster.'
1: Yep, like, I saw that. That's exactly that's exactly why yeah. I referenced it. See, you're 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 hip to the game. You are hip to the game I, with that.
0: I am on the internet far too much.
1: <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. The the so how has social media helped you to to grow your site? I've seen um, a lot of people retweeting your stuff. I like some of the stuff you guys are putting out there, and you've done a really great job of separating this aspect of your work from your other aspect of your work, which um it is good just because i i'm sure you didn't want it to bleed over and you didn't want right. people to get get put off by that which is which is which is fine and i and i commend you for doing it so so to the point and so straightforward like usually there's that that little blurry line where people are like hey well let me take a look at this and then before you know it they come across something and they get all bent out of shape about it right
0: yeah I, it was something when you know i come to the concept i definitely wanted to keep separate from porn cuz I would like to be in the the industry, the gaming industry, legitimately. And I know, you know, it's not like people aren't going to figure out that I do porn as well, but I don't want that to be why somebody comes and sees it. I don't want that to be the gimmick. Whether the content is good enough to keep people coming around or not, I didn't want that to be the reason people want Because if they're going to see porn, they're going to be disappointed <laughs> for sure. But, you know, sexuality is definitely still a big part of who I am. And I that that's still going to bleed over no matter what. But it doesn't have to be... To sell sexuality to be part of it.
1: Has it ha, has that aspect of your career affected you getting into the gaming industry? Has it has it given you any? I, I want to say has it has it affected you in an adverse manner?
0: Um, I mean, I think the adult industry will always affect everybody in some sort of adverse manner. You know, we're not going to be able to be school teachers very easily or anything like that. But with with porn, I think you know, I always tell everyone. My demographic is obviously gamers and nerds and whatnot and it's what I am already, but it's also the people who still buy collectibles and honestly the people who still buy porn. So there's not many people left to do that. And I think doing what I've done has actually put me in a lot of the right places at the right time to meet the people that can help me to go other places outside of the industry. And I've been really lucky that none of them have really seen it as taboo. There's, there's been a couple, but they haven't, you know, taboo, the company they worked for, like, yeah, it's cool, but we can't technically be associated with it, you know. But it hasn't really been that big of an issue. It's, I think it's helped it more than anything because they're already selling that image and covering the AVNs and stuff. So it would be kind of silly to be like, well, we're going to cover this, but we're going to anybody who works there. Come over here.
1: Yeah, we're going to acknowledge it, but but it's not really there. You know, we're going to do it for ratings, but it's not it's not something we're really proud of. I, I hate that that double talk with stuff like that. Cause I've seen, you know, stuff like that on G four, I've seen it on, well on Showtime, I've seen it, but on G four, I've seen it also. And they water it down to the point where they're trying to make it super PG. And it's like, look, don't, don't kid yourselves. You guys yeah. know what you're putting on television. You know, let's not bullshit each other. You guys know the deal, but that's how they choose to operate, you know?
0: Right. And I, I you know, I think it's just some of the people who are still at the top of the ladder, don't quite get it yet so i think that it has to be dumbed down in a sense but it's kind of to the point where it really doesn't have to be dumbed
1: down to that anymore yeah i was gonna say don't you feel that we've evolved so much just as as a culture of gamers and geeks to see that sort of thing and it not bother us like th- some of the marketing campaigns i've seen geared towards the male gamer using female gamers do tend to push the envelope sometimes so i don't understand why so many people get bent out of shape about it
0: no, I totally agree. I mean, they use porn actors and stuff as voiceovers in games now. Saints Row was a perfect example. So to act like, you know, I think it's almost like pigeonholing. If you do that do that for a career, that's all we can see you as. If you're trying to do something else, it's like too much to comprehend.
1: Well, the, the the mainstream appeal of shifting from, you know, the adult industry into any industry is that your body of work, whatever it may be, is always going to be measured against what you used to formally do. So... It's something that's going to probably take years and years and years to reach an equal playing field. But it's unfortunate because more often than not, if you say, you know, and I've seen it, I've seen adult film actresses that go on there and they're like, yeah, hey, you know, I'm a gamer and I like playing this. And they're like, yeah, right. You know, you're just doing it to get people to visit your site. But in doing my homework right. for this interview, I was like, it's it's legit. It's on the ball. You know, I saw your your G4 stuff. I saw some of the stuff from Comic-Con. You are you are out there. I also saw your pictures with Frodo. I was I was very jealous.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, no, he's so nice, man. He's super nice. I'm I like, it's one of the. I guess I mean, yeah, he's a huge celebrity, but he's one of the celebrities I met that I was really impressed with how friendly he was.
1: And, and being now more more mainstream, have you? Who have you met in the gaming community that was? That you were happy to meet, but you felt turned out to be a, a total douche.
0: <laughs> um, I would say in the gaming, not gaming, but in the comic community, I don't really want to out any names, but there, there was one really famous uh, illustrator that I was um, very surprised <laughs> with with how he uh, acted and what he asked
1: for. Wow, was he was he like that just as a whole, or was he like that towards you? You don't have to name him, um, of course, I- you know.
0: I'm not sure if he's like that as a whole. He he got my number from someone.
1: Ah, That's how he those. that name. One of those. <laughs> the, the, I got you, the, the I got your number from somebody else and then, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it was funny because it's like, he got my number from a comic book store. He's a famous comic, comic illustrator, but take those jobs and insert adult-related and it would have been the same kind of behavior, but I didn't expect it from that From that,
1: that person, uh, Yeah, yeah yeah you have your bubble your your bubble burst i am um, that i've seen i've seen that often i saw that this weekend or you know just cuz i'm you know i'm a wrestling fan and i i i met a guy that was um he did comics and i met him and i'm like hey man you know big fan blah 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 he's like 20 bucks for a photo i'm like okay Asked him to come on the show. No, I don't do that. I'm like, oh, okay. But he wasn't like, no, you know, I don't do it because he just he just you know, shut it down completely. So I I figured I would ask you since you've been also in doing you've done the convention circuit and you do all the all the geeky stuff we do. So it's good to to hear that I'm you know I'm not the only one that gets disappointed. <laughs> no, we all
0: we all find out that Santa doesn't exist
1: sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the most heartbreaking one for me was David Carradine. I met David Carradine at a Comic Con here. And I think he was like stoned or something. He was, he was, Aww. yeah, I was heartbroken just because Kill Bill had just come out. So you know, you know how that goes. Well,
0: I think if he was just stoned, it's the least
1: of your problems. Yeah, well, that's that's that that's the least of, of my problems. And I also I was laughing because I saw your your photo with Lloyd Kaufman, and I actually got to meet him at, at Comic Con this week, and he's 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 an awesome dude. He was he
0: was really really funny, and it was funny because when I walked up to the. Uh, trauma booth, he was like, I know you, I saw you on G4, and I was like, oh my god, Lloyd Kaufman knows who I am, holy crap.
1: <laughs> hey, that's pretty badass. Yeah,
0: that, was, that was like, I was probably really, really stoked more than any other time. Because to me, celebrities are like, hey, I know you.
1: Are you um, are you picking up Arkham City this week? I am hoping to. Is that... I would like to have it
0: for my uh, stream review. Have not got a chance to go get it? When
1: are, have, you got, have you guys gone live with that, or, or are you launching that Within the next... Uh, next
0: Tuesday is the uh, first live stream.
1: Yeah you're gonna use that you're gonna use Arkham City as your first stream or did you have something else in mind as well?
0: Um, well, I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna play a couple and flip through since it's the first one. I kind of want to give people more of a grasp of how it's gonna go not necessarily like this is how it's always set to be. Just kind of an introduction.
1: Gotcha. I, I was laughing because when I was reading your 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 profile, you were talking about being a huge fan of the NES. Um, do you still have it?
0: (laughs) Oh, uh, it's probably in my mom's garage somewhere. I had my SNES, and one of my old boyfriends, when we broke up, totally took it and kept it in his apartment. I was really mad, because I didn't realize it until I'd already moved far away, and I was like, dang it. And in my last breakup, he took a bunch of PS3 games that were mine. I was like, dang it, why don't you take something, like, that I don't actually want?
1: (laughs) Yeah, take the bed linens. Take the blender.
0: Yeah, take that crap. Leave my games.
1: What have you played so far that you feel is a is a standout game for 2011?
0: Hmm, it's a hard one because I I, I kind of pretty much feel like everything so far is gonna be eh until Skyrim comes out. So. <laughs> yeah, Skyrim looks Skyrim amazing. I Skyrim will be it, and then everything else is cool. <laughs> but that is what I'm waiting for.
1: Well, given that you're so big into RPGs, we um we saw the new Final Fantasy this weekend. Do you think that Square Enix has dropped the ball on that franchise?
0: You know, I never really could get into Final Fantasy. I I just don't really care much for the turn-based fighting when i play in a video game. I don't mind it in tabletop games, but something about when I'm playing a video game, I do love RGPGs and I love taking hours to complete something, but I still need a little bit more instant gratification in a battle than 10 minutes of going back and
1: forth. Yeah, That works for me. I haven't I haven't played a Final Fantasy since seven. Seven is my measuring stick. It is the only it is the only one I that I can replay.
0: Yeah, that's my, I've heard that's pretty much everyone's favorite. I played it, you know, a little bit on the NES, but I definitely didn't get into it so much back then.
1: Are you? Do you play uh, handheld games too? Did Did you pick yourself up a three DS?
0: No, actually, I just put emulators all on my laptop, and then I got the USB controllers, and usually my laptop's not that much more inconvenient to take than a handheld because i'm gonna be probably taking my laptop with me if i'm taking a handheld as well and i put some stuff on my ipad you can actually jailbreak it into uh snes games on there too
1: uh note to self jailbreak ipad to play nes games
0: yeah and then they have a little suction cup joysticks so you can actually put on the screen and play it like it's a big controller
1: hell i may have to do that i got to see gta <laughs> i got to see gta on the ipad i was very impressed Really? Yeah, they put GTA on, on the iPad. Rockstar had a big booth, and they had Max Ow. Payne. They had Max Payne 3, and they were celebrating the I believe it's the 10 year anniversary of GTA 3. And the guy goes, "Hey, you want to play GTA 3?" And I'm like, "On what?" And he's <laughs> like, "On the iPad." So I walk over, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" It's GTA 3 on the iPad, and you pretty much navigate with the with with your thumb, and it moves them. And then there's three hotkeys you can press to jump, shoot and punch and do melee attacks. And it looked it looked graphically equivalent to the original release. I was super impressed.
0: It's a great idea. I mean, the iPad is such a, a good product. Like, if you're going to carry a bunch of stuff around, have to carry on a camera and a phone and, you know, your handhelds and then your laptop stuff, why not try to put as much into one thing as you can? And the iPad, not a way any more than a handheld. It might be bigger and slightly awkward, but I'm sure the battery life is probably far superior, too.
1: Oh yeah, I mean the the 3DS. I bought a 3DS for my sister, and that that thing is a paperweight, and it she has to charge it at least once a day.
0: Yeah, yeah, I played that uh, when I was at E3 this year, and the the 3D in it kind of would bother me after a while. I don't think yep. I would want. You know, it's like I don't want to see every movie in 3D either. I only like 3D movie TV at home.
1: Nah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan either because if you stare at it for too long, you you get a headache. I felt that it was a gimmick. Yeah. It was a gimmick, and Nintendo kind of lost their shirt on it. And Sony, we were talking about the Vita not too long ago. That the system looks beautiful, the games look great, but if they don't have a strong launch lineup, that's going to be another paperweight too. Exactly. People are going to go. They're going to spend. They're not going to spend two hundred and forty-nine dollars to play the same three games they've played before.
0: And see, I think that's what keeps me away from the handheld too. It's never, it's never like a groundbreaking game that I really need to have. And if I'm really, I like to commit to gaming a little bit longer, and I don't want to have to have a small screen and a handheld
1: for it yeah that's the that's the that's the worst part i mean i saw them showing uncharted and i love the uncharted games they're good they're they're lengthy and they're and they're fun yeah. but i said to myself i i can't sit you know scrunched over i can't you know it's not like you're going to sit down and play it in the toilet exactly like, <laughs> which is terrible to say I, but let's be honest we all do it yeah oh
0: yeah that's what laptops are so great for as well but the price too the price point i think is it's not reasonable for something that small and you know it's like if you're really really into watching movies you're not going to get an old two tv from the goodwill it's something you're really passionate about you're going to get a big screen and like really commit to it
1: yeah that's a, that's a, I, I think that was one of the reasons why at the end of the day like the Wii, I, I gave it the boot for that reason because i had it and i said nothing's coming out and the, the ps3 and the 360 are at a, at a level where the quality of, of titles are better when you were at E3, yeah. did you get to see the Wii U?
0: Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I got to play with it a little bit. You know, again, I I like the Wii, but I'm not. I don't have one. I don't feel the need to have one. And the only thing I really liked about the Wii was having the ability to download the old SNES and NES games. But you can do that with your laptop, so it makes kind of relevant. And I, the Wii U can only use one at a time when you're playing with multiple players. And it's just like having a screen that's slightly closer to you. I don't. I didn't really see. A need for it. I thought it was kind of stupid. It's a glorified iPad by Nintendo.
1: So, when you were using it, you're, you're saying that the screen, you can only use the one screen and then everybody else has to use controllers, or?
0: Yeah, only one person can use uh, a Wii U at a time when you're playing multiple players. They're trying to fix that to having two now, but as a V3, they can only use one at a time.
1: That's insane. There's no way that thing's gonna be less than 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 four hundred dollars. It's impossible.
0: Right. What's the purpose then? I mean, it literally was just like holding an iPad.
1: How do you feel about the Kinect and and the Move? Are there, are are those things you you've tried or you're interested in picking up?
0: I actually have a Kinect. Um, I have a PS3 as well, but I don't really see the point in the Move because it's the same with the Wii. It's like, okay, so I want to sit down to play video games, and if I have to get up, you realize that you can just hold the controller and pretty much do the same thing. I do like the connect because you actually have to get up and your whole body's into it. It actually matters whether you're fully into it or not. So the Dance Central, like, you know, Guitar Hero things like that were a really fun party games. So but I think the Dance Central's moved on to being a even more fun party game because we have a lot of people here. It's not everyone just sitting down and taking turns on a controller. It's like everyone's getting up and having a good time, and it's a nice workout too. You can actually gauge your workout on it. You can put in like your age and whatnot. It'll tell you your caloric intake and stuff.
1: Oh, that's good. That I, I remember. I had purchased. I had made the 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 mistake of purchasing Wii Fit, and I I really got tired of being admonished by the Wii, <laughs> and I was just like, I'm yeah. not, I'm not turning this shit you on. You make me feel bad.
0: The Wii's always like your real age is 80. I'm like, you make me feel bad. I don't want to play this anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the worst thing. It's like if I wanted to be admonished, you know, I'd I'd stand outside and get yelled at. But <laughs> I'm not gonna do that.
0: Yeah, and your your bowling skills on we well, don't necessarily transfer over to actual bowling, but your dance skills from Connect could actually roll over. But you'd look like an idiot in a club. But at least you could all dance in unison. And it would be funny.
1: <laughs> That's all right. We're not we're not gonna tell anyone. <laughs> it's all good. The um, I know I'm I'm jumping back and forth because I got a, a ton of questions, so I'm trying to well, ma- make sure to to get everything. Um, I saw that you had you actually started interviewing some other female gamers. How did yeah. you how did you start doing that and how did you approach them? Did you say, hey, we're running this site and we, you know, did you pick? Did you find them from Twitter? Did you know them previously?
0: Luckily, like the issue I was having with um, a lot of the connections I had, it was because I wanted to do interviews for them with my site, but obviously a lot of them can't be associated with it because it's porn. So, I for a couple months, I've been working on getting this site up, because it was something I could use those connections and put the people I admire up on something, put something they can be associated with. And uh, a few of the girls actually just heard through Twitter and, you know, they had already knew who I was or whatnot, and I approached them and said, I'd love to have you be involved with this. And they really liked the idea. And some of them I had just met before porn. and been collecting interviews and waiting to actually use them for something.
1: Wow. That's pretty cool. I, I really am, it bugs me out how you've you've put in so much work just on on the non-adult side of things and people are apprehensive about working with you because when i looked when i went through the site um you know the first time i had emailed you i said you know i'm like oh she knows her shit it's not like it's not (laughs) like it's a bait and switch like like i'm looking and i'm reading some of the stuff that you had put up and some of the references you had and i'm like I'm like, no, no, no. This is this isn't this isn't a a soft sell to to get people on a site. This is 100% legit. So I was very impressed.
0: Thank you. Well, it's not so much that they could, they didn't want to be. It was like people they worked for. They wouldn't let them be kind of situations, which I totally get.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I mean, the, like like I said, you you've separated it so well. I, you know, I, I I do like that you you keep it in there, but. You, know, you 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 keep it just just small enough that people that know what to do can find it
0: right yeah it's uh it's funny because when I got mentioned on uh, Mishima and uh, on MSNBC even though they're saying my gamer tag and stuff my gamer tag is actually my porn site's URL so when they're talking about the naughty narrative you google my name of course my porn site's like the first thing that comes up so it's like driving a ton of traffic to my porn stuff but luckily on there there's a link to my naughty narrative site too so Someone find something they don't want to find, they
1: can find the right thing. Well the you know what was funny about that, that the 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 photos you use on your on your adult site, it's almost like a uh, like like a play on the whole girl gamer assumption, which I liked. It's like you you were basically clowning the whole the, the establishment with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's already what I I was doing anyway, I just in uh I guess I'm like painting a picture and taking photos. I'm just using the same medium in different ways.
1: How many how many people in the, have you come across in the adult community that are as, as passionate about gaming as you? Uh,
0: honestly, probably just one. Really? <laughs> Aria Aspen. Yeah, and she's more first-person shooters than I'm RPGs, but, there, you know, it was funny because I'd meet a lot of girls because the whole being nerdy thing is so cool and whatnot now, and I would hear, oh, this girl really likes nerdy stuff. You'd like to meet her, and I'd meet her, and it's like, oh, yeah, I play um my Wii and play Mario Kart I'm like oh okay wait <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what
1: we're gonna
0: talk about stuff but
1: I, you know I, there, there's people out there no I it's <laughs> I, I ask that because a lot of times you run into people and they go yeah you might want to talk to this person you know they play games and exactly that happens it's the oh yeah you know I I, I play the DS and I play Pokemon and I'm like uh okay that's great
0: it's right? like you can Oh, you like both of They play guitar really well. And you know, they just play Guitar Hero, and you're like, it's kind of the same, but not at all.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, it, it, it's it's one of the worst feelings. And then you 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 try to find a a middle ground to to communicate with those people, and you're like, uh, yeah, there's a lot of awkward pauses involved.
0: Yes, definitely.
1: <laughs> I I think that the worst part with that is just with with like especially with you since you like the RPGs finding that many people that can invest that many hours into rpgs is it, i seldomly see it and when i do it's usually more mmo as opposed to just straight out rpg stuff
0: yeah yeah i definitely there, there was uh seems like the rpgs mostly are pc people i would say and but i've met guys in the industry that are equally into games. But i think guys no matter what your job uh <laughs> what your job might be are probably into gaming you can find those easily
1: yeah, we, the, the the gaming contingent was out in full force. I felt that, I feel that Comic-Con shouldn't even be called Comic-Con anymore. <laughs> I was
0: it, surprised how much gaming was there.
1: Yeah, there's, it, it was, it was a lot more. I mean, it, it's gradually gotten there, and it used to just be game tie-ins to comics, but, you, you know, Square Enix had, had Final Fantasy on display, and Activision was showing Prototype, which clearly has nothing to do with comics. And, yeah. um... <laughs> It was it was just shocking to see it evolve so much. Like they should just like call it Geek Con or something, something else.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because the San Diego Comic Con was probably one fourth of the room was video game stuff, and that was the side that was really busy. I felt bad because the comic side wasn't nearly as busy. Are,
1: are you are you reading any comics currently?
0: Um, I, I mean, I keep up with the Walking Dead, but it kind of go through i don't get super committed where i have to get the issue each week and you know, i'll just wait a little while and get them all online and just read them at the gym or something on my ipad
1: graphic novels all the way i feel your pain it adds up three bucks <laughs> three bucks an issue after a while
0: yeah yeah but at least they're convenient to have that you can put them on your computer now because nothing's worse than like getting a comic and then spilling something on it you know like great did to read it yet <laughs>
1: I um, It's funny. You mentioned the, the Walking Dead only because I was when you mentioned that you're following it. Are you also watching it as well? And do you feel that oh. both that both coincide or are close to each other?
0: Um, You know, there's a lot of things I, I totally get why, you know, like I really like the Dexter show. I actually like the Dexter show better than the books. And I get why you make changes for a show from a book, because if you knew exactly what was going to happen each week. Where's the cliffhanger is going to be? But for a movie, I think it should stick to whatever it's copying. But I, I like the show. I like, I think they've gotten the human interaction and engagement down really, really well. You know, but there's things that are slightly different, and there's definitely the issue with the, the zombies coming back no matter how you die. I'm wondering if they're going to do that in the show. That's what I'm really waiting for to see.
1: As am I, only because it's it's something that, if done incorrectly, would just probably piss the audience off substantially.
0: Uh-huh. Very true, and and it brings like a whole new fear to the whole thing too. And it's like, how can you can you play a show like that knowing that no matter where you're at, no matter what time, even if you're asleep, you could not be safe. Even being like with your husband and hiding out, what if he dies of a heart attack in his sleep and comes back?
1: Without without even giving out spoilers, did you watch it this week?
0: Oh yes. Oh yes, the, 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 I've already watched it twice.
1: The, did you did you lose your mind at the end of that episode? Because I was like, "Holy shit!" I see. I,
0: I I think I, I know what they're transferring from the comic into the show for that. Because you got to think the CGI for what happened in the comic would be, impossible. The same thing with Rick. What would what should have happened in the first season? Because like, how can you, constantly have a sleeve on when it's a hundred degrees outside? And can you always CGI that part? You know, you know what I'm talking about, right? About mm-hmm. it yeah so I think that's what they're gonna do instead of the other thing because that'll be easier to keep going with the show than having to keep makeup on all the time
1: i have I have a nagging suspicion that they really wanna pull the trigger and use and use the governor, yeah, and I'm thinking yeah. that they want to make the governor the guy whose hand got cut off.
0: Well no see, I think uh it was the guy last season. I think they're gonna use that,
1: oh okay it's supposed
0: to happen very soon, like you know, right in the first series, really, So I think they're gonna do that with him. So, like men have been his hand, but somebody's hand got cut off, so it counts
1: there you go. yeah, it wasn't it wasn't his, but it, I think the one thing I've enjoyed, I kind of felt that the the first season, a lot of people were were let down because it was only six episodes. But the level of anticipation sure. and the way and the way they crushed the ratings was was huge.
0: Yeah. Oh, that, I watched those six episodes. Probably, probably watched the whole series once a month, every month since then. Holy <laughs> it's <crap>. like see <laughs> new. Like, like I, it, it's so fun to watch at the gym though, because you won't you won't get off the elliptical, and people must think that I'm crazy because I'm like shaking my hands in the air like this stuff is coming. I'm like, oh god! I'm like I look crazy to everyone here because I'm running some zombies.
1: <laughs> no, there, there's nothing wrong with that. I've, I used to watch. Um, I used to download a lot of the old cartoons i watched in the 80s and i'd watch them on the treadmill so somebody would look over and they'd see me watching like you know the centurions or silverhawks or old thundercat <laughs> stuff and they're looking at me like are you watching cartoons on your ipad i'm like yeah i'm walking on the treadmill or i'd say yeah, i'd actually that. yeah i'd do that or i'd yeah. take it into the steam room i'd take it into the steam room but i could only stay in there 15 minutes i mean into the sauna i know i know i
0: always want to take it in there too i'm like I don't want to break it, but what am I going to do for like 15 minutes in
1: there? Yeah, I, I that, that's the that's the my cap. 15 minutes, and I don't set the temperature too high. And I go, all right. I obviously can't go in the wet heat, but I'll go in the dry heat in 15 minutes, and I'll run out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I think I think we're good. I think we've covered everything. Um, oh, awesome! Before we wrap things up, just uh, let people know where they can find you and follow you.
0: You can find me on Twitter at Misty misty with an I, and I uh, find me on the Naughty Nerd. And if you want to find my other stuff, you can just find me on Twitter. And I'll tell you.
1: <laughs> there you go. That works. I um I definitely would love to, to, to have you on a on a live episode just because I know I know the schedules are a little off and we broadcast late, but I, I think doing a live show would be kick ass. So you know if, if no, you're, I'm
0: totally down.
1: Yeah if, you're, if, if you're, to, like, if yeah, if you're if you're ever free, we could definitely do a, a live show and um. I figured I'd let you know we're doing um, an event for breast cancer uh, next week. We're doing a community gaming event on Xbox Live for it's it's actually all, it's actually all fighting games, but all the all the proceeds that we're raising are going to Susan Komen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you know if you know anybody who likes some fighting games, You,
0: can you send me all the stuff and
1: I'll post it. Sure, I'll uh, I'll send it to you. It's it's on the site, but I'll uh, I'll send you a, a link with everything.
0: Okay, awesome.
1: Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, folks.
0: Thank you so much.
1: I appreciate it. Misty has taken us Beyond the Mic. You can check her out at thenaughtynerd.com. You've just heard My Take Radio Beyond the Mic offered exclusively for Stitcher Radio users and My Take Radio app owners. You can listen to live episodes of My Take Radio every Thursday at 11 p.m. East, 8 a.m. Pacific, on blogtalkradio.com forward slash My Take Radio. You can also follow My Take Radio on Twitter at My Take Radio, and you can like us on Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash My Take Radio.